So uh, welcome back to Series 3 of the podcast and for today's episode I'd like to welcome onto the show Paul Gladwell from the Paul Lavelle Foundation. The foundation was set up in honour of his friend to raise awareness of domestic abuse in men. So welcome to the show Paul. Yeah, good to be on. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, the really Paul Lavelle Foundation. We started the foundation in honour of our mate Paul Lavelle, who sadly lost his life uh, a domestic abuse case. Um, when we started the charity, it was to support his family and to get people back out there, healthy, up and running, and you know doing the right things in life. But more about the story that came to light and we started saying it wasn't a one-off that happened with Paul and then we wondered well, why didn't he tell us close mates and so that's what we're looking at now because too many men are taking that option and it's a massive issue and there's a lot of ignorance out there towards this issue that's happening with men and um, the ignorance is fueling the silence and the silence that Paul took you know Definitely. This has got to stop. Really, have to. There's a there's a big uh, stigma, isn't there, around it? And um, I think you know what you did with your foundation, mate, is probably I mean definitely opened my eyes as well a few years ago because I seen you you were on Twitter and you set it up like I never really realised that men went through that and to see like your friend did obviously lost his life was you know and he's a fellow blue as well was like quite it was quite shocking yeah it's um even even now you know we're seeing the domestic abuse that's going on now um with the lockdown um it's it's been highlighted a lot and it's all over the news but the word male's getting erased still you know, yeah. it's 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 shocking, and if these fellas are sitting at home and living this life that the life of hell, and then they're seeing all over the news, even the you know our prime minister raising it and just speaking about women. Now we always know that it's going to be more women. We know that but it shouldn't be a battle between men or women. It's not a gender issue. But last year, seven hundred eighty-six thousand men were victims of domestic abuse. That's one in three. That yeah. is not you know, some token number. It's 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 got to change. It really has to. I just I was looking up at the um stats yesterday, and you know I, I seen that, and I was like, you know, I couldn't believe it. You know, it was that many. It's it's a lot of people in it, mate. That's like just said. You know, the the pop. You know, how many men that have um are suffering with domestic like abuse? That that's like the population of Liverpool, isn't it, mate? Even even more. Yeah, it's it is that them figures are a lot more as well. Yeah, you know it's say you know you you're looking on the streets. There's that many people homeless now, and eighty four percent of them are men. You know, yeah. and eighteen percent of them are on the streets because of domestic abuse. People don't know these figures. You know, there's a big battle that's going on on the on social media and it's it's not healthy what's happening uh males against women and it shouldn't be like that you know yeah. it shouldn't be like that you should it doesn't matter if it's a hundred men it's a victim's a victim that's you it know, but as you say that's a, like a population of liverpool and and it's, it's obviously a lot more i mean 
Paul took the silence issue and why did he do it? There's numerous reasons why men are taking the silence issue. You've got the, the family, the children, possibly losing the house. They lose everything a man. Yeah. You know what? And they've got to be able to be made to feel comfortable, to be able to go and visit people and open up. But at the moment, they're not at all. Do you think it's the the uh, the pride issue as well of obviously being a man? We're always seen as the the you know the, the one that the family looks up to, sort of thing. And we find it hard to speak as it is anyway, don't we? Massively, massively. I mean, everyone has their own opinions of why Paul chose this. My opinion is the pride thing. I mean, we're a big group of lads, and to be honest with you, when we go away. It was ruthless, you know, the stick, you know, you probably know yourself what lads are like, you can, you know, I think that must have played a part, you know, we, a few weeks before he lost his life, he comes to ours and, you know, he, he fixed me alarm and he had a cup of tea and he just said to me, mine's a crank, but that was it, but I didn't, I didn't ask why, I just, it just went through one ear and out the other, but now I overplayed that a lot of things, he wanted me to, Open pull that out um, more, but it didn't. I would now, but now it's too late. Yeah, you know, but it, I know what Paul was. I know I think he was a bit worried if he would have said it, we would have took the mickey out of him as well. As well, Wait, and, but, but, yeah, go on, mate. And, and that's what's got to change with men. It's that thinking. I mean, it's 23% of men only report domestic abuse to the authorities, whereas there's 43% of women. So that, that says it all in itself, doesn't it, you know? So them figures that we said before, you know, as you said, that there's going to be, you know, a lot more added to that, people who don't even, obviously, report it. Yeah, massively. It's, um, so, I think now... People are starting, men are starting to get a little bit more comfortable about it because people are speaking about it more. But um, I don't know when they're seeing these things on social media and on the telly. It's, it, they're worried about being believed. I mean, before lockdown started, we've opened a, a drop-in centre. We had a man come in and it's very emotional sitting down with him. He's told us a story. And uh, he called the police and the police arrived and his ex-partner tried to reverse the roles and the police didn't believe him. And then his daughter intervened, the young daughter, and she said, I've kept all this in my diary, what my mother did, and the police totally changed their opinion. Wow. You know, this is affecting the daughter, this is affecting children too. You know, they're just not believed. And, their partners are using these tools such as if you say anything, I'll say you at me. Yeah. And how many times will a, a policeman believe the woman over yeah. the man? It, there's there's different um like types, isn't there, Paul? Um earlier on this week I had a, a lady come on who has a charity in St. Helens, which is um for like sort of like a women's domestic abuse survivors, um, on a based like abuse as well, and she was saying like the different types, you know, of like abusers, um, so like some will do like like with the psychological or physical or 
isolation. You know, there's different types in there, how, how they manipulate a sort of thing. And it's wet, sorry. It's a bit... There's different sort of types, isn't there, of like how the people abuse you, you know, if it's physically or, you know, mentally. Um, there's different, different ways it's that you a, it. A lot of people don't get that uh, the mental abuse is, yeah. is abuse. They don't understand it. They seem to, I think that's happening with a lot of men. They seem to think, well, well, no, I'm, I'm I'm women as well. It seems to think if it's not a if it's not a punch, then it's not abuse. Yeah. But coercive control, it, yeah. all this with the phones and stuff like that. I mean, we'll never know with Paul as well. But when we went to MTA's house, it was stuff. It's, the police didn't find his phone. We found his phone down the side. So I rung it and it buzzed, and my name didn't come up on it. Just my number. And the police could never were never allowed to get into Paul's phone for evidence, bizarrely. But I just thought, why is my name not come up when I rung his phone? You wouldn't know where they'd gone to at all because he wasn't getting in touch with us with all our names erased from his phone. You wouldn't that's the type of stuff that goes on with this controlling behaviour. Yeah. I mean, Paul's children stopped going to his house because of what she was doing. She was slagging the children off, beautiful children, to the neighbours, all stuff like this. It's not just about a punch or hitting someone with something, is it? It's metal. It's like more so worse metal. Yeah. It, and, you know, it's that, like that, it's that mental thing, as you say, mate. Um, and it could just be little things, couldn't it, that, that they're controlling that you don't even realise that person's doing. You know that's it and if the person who's doing the abuse is very powerful they can overpower and then they can start convincing the person they abuse that abusing that they are they are in the wrong yeah um, that's what that, that's what's happening it's happening it's so many households it's, it's wrong men and women it's just it shouldn't people shouldn't be living their life like that. They need to get out of it and they need the help. And that's what we're there for. Did the the did the lady obviously, you know, get sent sent down sort of thing and punished for what she did? Did she rest study? Did she get obviously punished for what she did? Like his part his ex partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. We never ever saw her. You know, she wouldn't come to parties. She didn't come to parties. Nothing. The first time I saw her was on the court. Yeah. Now, with his other partners, they were devastated. They were there opposed to him on the relationship he had with them. But this one, none of us seen him. We stopped getting in touch with his family. And we didn't click onto all that until it was too late, you know. So what what was it? What would you say now is, um, you know, to anyone listening, like what what should we look out for? You know, with our friends or our family, like or neighbours even, like what what are some signs that we could we could pick up on? Uh, well, basically, uh, you, I'd I'd say a big one, but with man, it's uh, start looking out for your mates for starters. You know, as a friend, 
because yeah. that's that's um, we because we're experienced. We've experienced what we're experienced. We know what what we would do now, but it was, it's too late now to save our friend. So, firstly, to friends, just watch out if your mate disappears. Or, you know, you're not hearing from them enough. You know, saying to family as well, just check on them, just drop them a text, just a ring. And for the fellas who it's happening to, it's not big and brave. and You're not letting a man if you're going to speak to someone because that's what you've got to do because we know where it, it ends up. This worst case scenario. We've seen it yesterday with Paul's family, what they're, what they're going through. It's, it's better the mother, the mother. She'll never recover from it. You know, she yeah. puts on a lovely, brave face. She's a fantastic woman. But this is what can happen if people, these men remain silent, and they are. They've got it. It helps out there. Get in contact with us. Our drop-in centres open again at the start, at the end of the month. We've got the sports clubs. You know, we've opened these sports clubs, running, cycling, swimming. And... It's some men can come along, they don't have to disclose what's happening to them. They can get a bit of confidence with who they're going to speak to first, and then they can say, You know, to take us one of us aside and let us know, and we'll help them get out of it because it's not right. You can't be living a life like that. Because yeah, you know where it can end. It's great. I've seen some of the, you know, the work you're doing, mate, in the community, and it's you know, it's brilliant. Um, what, what are some of the things that you know you've been doing? This year, last year, like some of the, I see you doing a few challenges like bike rides, and you're doing open water swimming and stuff, haven't you, mate? Yeah, yeah. We um, we when we started the charity, we've got a lot of um, Iron Man and you know proper machines who do all yeah. the fitness like, like you know boxes, the lot. But we started the cold water swim because one of our lads was basically at death's door, you know. He was stuck in his car outside the bridge on the woodshed, you know, ready to do. And we got in touch with a couple of um, specialist mental health people who we know. One of them's works with us now, brilliant fella. And he basically saved his life. You know, we got a lo- he was lucky, he was got a load of lads. We were doing shift work in his house, building his house, just being in his house with him sleeping overnight. And, you know, just being there when he was having anxiety attacks, not even saying a word, just just a present to help him. Yeah. And they started yeah. taking to cold water swimming because cold water does something for anxiety and depression. And honest to God, you should see this lad now. You wouldn't believe where he was seven or eight months ago. And that's great to see. That's so awesome. we're doing that with all these clubs. Bringing, we've even got you know women's running clubs on a women's cycling club. So it's, we're not just male orientated, but these we've got so many people coming along on these now to cycle rides of just helping people massively mentally. And it's not just strangers, it's a lot of our lads, you know, like to myself, I've done I did nothing for 50 years. And yeah. next thing I'm riding from Land's End to John O'Goats and I'm like <laughs> having a midlife crisis. <laughs> but mentally, you know, you're riding along seeing more of our area and in the last 18 months, I know what I've seen in 50 years on a bike. But it's yeah. for there up there. And that's what our clubs are about. And it's brilliant. It, it's, it's, it's so rewarding, you know, really is, mate. 
No, it's, it's, it's outstanding the work you're doing, mate. Um, obviously, I, I look up to you guys when I'm I'm on Twitter and building building my own little, you know, man's group and stuff. Um, and I, I look at your stuff you're doing and I think, wow, you know, that, that's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, just just keep it up, mate. Um, and one day, hopefully, we can meet up for a walk or something. <laughs> Yeah, you want to come over and do it, mate. I'm sorry I keep having to go to the phone as well. My hearing's gone. Yeah, that's no worries. But yeah, that, um, it's brilliant that you've come on today, mate. And, you know, just talked a little bit about what your foundation is doing. And hopefully when it, you know, the episode comes out and we, we'll get it out on Twitter and stuff, a few people, you know, it might help them and they might relate relate to what, what you spoke about today. Yes, brilliant. Jay, and likewise to you, mate, to say uh, superb what you're doing, mate, to tell you. We've been watching for a good long while, like, to be honest with you. And, uh, very uplifting what you're doing as well, mate, to, you know, keep at it, mate. Uh, thank, thank you very much, mate. And um, I'll tag I'll tag you um, in the episode description. I'll put the, the your Twitter handle in so and your website so people can go on it if they want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got our we've got our own website as well, mate. So that's yeah, I've had a look. I was having a look at it. Um, you know, it's really good. So yeah, I'll put yeah. it in the description and then I'll tag you on Twitter as well. Yeah, so because we say we're opening up our hub again at the end of the month, so it's like a, a, every Wednesday men can come along, you know, and just eventually it's gonna be a big like a man man cave. You know, yeah. just to relax and so you can come along and that you can get a feel of the place and the people and there's people there who'll help them out. We where where where's it situated, mate? Sorry. Where's it situated? Whereabouts? It's in the, it's over the water in Birkenhead. Birkenhead. So yeah. Brilliant, mate. Yeah, look, thank you for coming on today. Really, really appreciate it, mate. That's brilliant, Jay. Thanks very much.